Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 201 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast, live from the Overflow Worship Conference. Oh, man. Wow. Come on. Holy cow. We need to get that sound bite because I just right. need to play that for you myself. You guys are the best. That oh was my incredible. Word. Absolutely well, incredible. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So here's something that we do on every podcast. It's our hope that every podcast will do three things, and they're all E words. Entertain, encourage, and equip. We want to make you laugh. We want to remind you you're not the only one dealing with the probs that you are facing. Uh, we want to encourage you that there is hope for the probs that you are facing, and we want to try to help equip you to overcome uh, the probs. And when I think, when I think of overcomers, there's really a few names that rise to the top. But at the very top, it's me. I would say Big Yonsei, Jen Smale. I'm at the top Ladies of that one. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome Jen Smale to the podcast. Thanks, guys. Man, it's so good to be here. This is so much fun. Brian and I were saying before we got started that doing live episodes, live podcast recordings are just uh, our favorite. So, but Minnes, Bloomer, Minnesota is like a new. It's a new level of you've wild. You set the bar. You set like you a new have. mark. That is for yeah. all live podcasts. When we go into future conferences, we're gonna play the clip of Wilmer. Listen to two hundred one. That's that's match the it or we walk out. That's the bullseye. That's what I think we're gonna do. Right? So. You guys are awesome. So this is what we're going to be doing today. We have a jam-packed episode. Like Brian said, we have those three E's. So we're going to share some resources with you because we always want to help equip you for ministry. We are going to share some laughs. We're going to entertain you with the ever-popular segment of prayer concerns. It's always a highlight. I cannot wait to hear what um, Brian has in store <laughs> for you. We're going to be sharing a segment we call anatomy. We're going to take a meme. We're going to break it down. We're going to dissect it and talk about it, talk about how it went over uh, on the social media diet into a few of the comments. Today we got some good ones. It's, it's not as dicey as it has been the last few times. And then we're going to be sliding into the DMs. We got a few questions ready, but we're going to take your live questions here in the room. Um, so yeah, we've got a lot coming up. But before we get to all of that, let's just take a moment to hear about our sponsor, Planning Center. Okay, fam, it's time to talk about Planning Center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking, I'm already using services. What are we doing talking about Planning Center? Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. 
And that's just one way you can use people. So give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com slash pipeline. And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event signups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com. Okay, so Jennifer. Yes. A couple of episodes ago, uh, disparaging is a harsh word, but you were like, I need Minnesota to kind of redeem my only other Minnesota experience. You didn't get really a chance to get out and see anything. So my question for you is, has this experience redeemed the state of Minnesota for you? You know, I think it has a little bit. I uh, I enjoyed a beautiful scenic drive on my way to Wilmer, and I've gotten a sample of the nightlife here uh, at the uh, right at Ruffs at the Best Western was it restaurant. Ruff? That place What's was called Ruffs. Ruffs is that Ruffs? what it's called? Is it Ruffs? Man, that that yeah. place was hopping. I think everybody in Wilmer was there last night. What was the name? Ruffs. What was the group? Human, human jukebox. jukebox. Shout out to Human yeah. Jukebox. Shout out. I lost a few decibels off of my ability to right. hear it a last lot of night. Really, we got um, Oak Ridge Boys. We got Journey. We got all kinds. It of, was all of it. Yeah. And what was great is they were like a three-person band, but um, there was 25 people up front with just them screaming. screaming. Yeah, just screaming. Just screaming their, their heads off. So, yeah, I've been enjoying my time in Minnesota. You guys have some weather happening. Yeah, a little chilly. My little, fingers have been um, little morning. popsicles all day. Yeah. <laughs> all day long. So, you know, I'm loving that. I'm loving it. So, how about this day, Overflow Worship Conference, right? Has it been just absolutely fantastic? Yeah, absolutely love it. You know, and I would say this if she wasn't sitting right over there, but she is sitting right over there. So, you know, you meet a, a, a person, an organization that's just a really special and there's a great heart match and we've just found that with Andrea Olson ever since the very first podcast interview and lots of zooms and all kinds of stuff so absolutely love what God is doing here uh, would love to just ask for those of you who are on social media give us a follow at worship leader probs on Instagram on Facebook. We also have a, a private like community group on Facebook. Uh, send us a request to join that. We're engaging in some even deeper, different conversations in the Facebook group than we are on Instagram. So, um, And we would love to ask if you would jump over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and like a really, really fresh review. Our egos depend on it, you guys. Right, right. Okay. So we're looking for... We're looking for straight gas oh, gosh, in the Brian, interview. Let it go. Right? Yes. Right? <laughs> okay. Let's jump into a segment of the podcast that we call Anatomeme. Anatomeme is brought to you by Hollyland Technology. Are you still using wired intercom for your team's communication? Or are you just hesitant to invest in overpriced wireless intercom systems? If that's the case, check out Hollyland Wireless Intercom. It's reliable, affordable, and super easy to use. And don't miss the chance to save $800 on the Hollyland SolidCom M1. Email sales at fivewordsmedia.com to get started today. Okay, so uh, how many of you know what a meme is? All right, great, 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 great. So we started this to kind of explain uh, sometimes what 
what we mean and what the followers receive a little different sometimes. And so we want to start this podcast to just unpack uh, why we're doing what we're doing and how we did it and what the response has been. That's a really gracious way to say we needed a method to clap back. <laughs> Beyond, beyond yeah. social media comments. If you've ever listened to the podcast, Jen, her middle name is Clapback. <laughs> Jennifer One Clapback Smale. Um, so, okay, we're going to, uh, how, how many of you use ProPresenter? They're not a sponsor of the podcast. Uh, have you ever had ProPresenter crash? Okay, so let's show them. This is the meme we're talking about. This is the worship leader starting the service and ProPresenter crashing. Uh, anybody ever had an experience like that? I have. It always happens right before service, right? It's not midweek when you're prepping anything. It's, right. it's Software update with never. 30 seconds to go on the countdown. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and look, look, look. We love ProPresenter. We love the people who created it. The biggest guy on the block always gets to, you know. So, all right. Tell us. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this? You made this one. Did I? Yeah. This was yours. That was your artwork. Okay. So why don't you tell us? So, you know, we've all had this experience, and there's really no terror quite like a set list filled with, like, uh, so will I, and, uh, like, all four verses of a really obscure hymn, and King of Kings, and maybe This I Believe, just for good measure, and no lyrics, no lyrics for you or the congregation, right? So you've had had that experience happen? So... (laughs) This one was super relatable because so many people have had that experience. Right. Will you tell us what 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 did were what was the response to this? So the nice thing is it was a super refreshing response because most people could very much relate to this. So many people were dropping stories and I recommend go, go over to the account and just read through the comments because it's going to make you feel better about yourself. And that's something we're all about. But really, what was so fun is so many people can relate to this situation. Uh, several people in there had it crash, literally heading into service, during service. Then people were dropping other tech issues. I think someone said all the lights went out. Like the pastor got up and said, the Lord told me to come up and say this to you. And right when he started to speak, everything went out. And <laughs> everything went out. Lights, PA, everything out. Which he said he had to stand up there yelling. <laughs> congregation. So yeah, there's some good stories. There's some good stories in the comments there. Yeah. So that is anatomy. That's it. We synced that up. Yeah, look at that. It's almost like we look do this every that. week. Right? It's almost like we do this every week. Well, you know what else we do every week? What's that? I think it's time for prayer concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today.
Okay, so if you're new to our podcast, prayer concerns. Uh, every, most every church has some type of response device, a connection card, a uh, live stream chat, YouTube comments. We we get Google and Yelp reviews where somebody goes in and just you know roasts their church on a Google review. I don't get that, but uh, so we but we 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 hear from our congregation sometimes they're sometimes they think we do an amazing job right sometimes 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 they they don't think that and they tell us unfiltered and so uh people send these in from all over the world and we share them anonymously on the podcast um you can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours. And uh, we, again, we will never share your name or your church's name. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. I had an older, older lady in our church ask me where the sermon notes were. I told her we just don't have them this week. And she said, what am I supposed to color on? <laughs> We could run over to the kids' ministry area. What am I supposed to color on? <laughs> Grab a coloring sheet what with a Bible verse on it. What am I supposed to color on? Whew. Wow. Okay, come on, fam. That's where that was born for. Uh, okay, number two, prayer concern number two. I'm submitting a prayer request for Kyle to take his hat off in church. I feel it is not respectful. <laughs> the name, too. They name dropped. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, yeah. get that hat off, Kyle. Kyle. Come on, Kyle. I told you, hats trigger people. Yeah, right. They it's really very, do. It's a, it's a, hats yeah, are... Right? We get hats frequently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three, prayer concern number three. I'm the associate pastor and drummer at my small church. Our church has had its ups and downs. I had a few ideas that I thought would better help some of the small ministries in our church, and I met with our head pastor to discuss the ideas. His reply was... God's not going to tell the tail before he tells the head. Oh. That is so savage. That is. Oh, there's so much I want to say, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a burn. Somebody called the burn unit big time. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can I get on the box? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're, we're going to, someday we're going to start a GoFundMe for the, the big Yonsei clapback fund where she's going to go to the church. I would love to visit these churches. Yeah. And just pop Have in. an encounter. Have an encounter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of an, a little different kind of an overflow. Yeah. Right? Yes. Right? A different, a very different overflow. Right? Yep. Okay. Number four, prayer concern number four. We recently got this comment. Ever since you installed those new speakers on the wall, it's been way too loud. The new speakers they were talking about were actually LED nursery number system screens. <laughs> Nothing at all to do with volume. So, yeah, just <laughs> do they, alerting. Do they not see numbers appearing baby, on it? You know, like, right, right. what gave it away? Yeah, exactly. Did they think that was like a decibel reading? Yeah, I probably. Like, oh, my. Right? <laughs> it's so loud, it says 42. <laughs> My word. Okay. Okay, this is, this is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern number five. After a service, I had someone come up to me and say, I enjoyed your singing today. Last week, your song gave me bad vibes, so I'm glad you're doing better. Oh, my gosh. 
gave me bad vibes. Bad vibes. Wow. Bad vibes. So those are prayer concerns, fam. Uh, please keep sending yours in. Go to worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab, and you can send yours in. You can also DM those to us on, uh, on any of the socials. All right, let's jump into the next segment of the podcast that we call Sliding into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Marshall Electronics. For over 40 years, Marshall has been designing high-quality video cameras and equipment for live productions of all sizes. Marshall has been a sponsor of Free Church AV since the very beginning, and they continue to support the mission. Marshall is well known for its miniature CV500 series cameras that offer excellent video quality in a very small package. Mount them over a drum kit or a keyboard or a mic stand. You can put them almost anywhere you need to add an interesting perspective to your church or live event, all at an extremely affordable price. The new miniature CV566 camera can be seen on this season's install of Free Church AV, featuring the latest in Sony sensor technology with easy setup and operation. Go check out the Marshall family of cameras at the link in our bio. So our DMs are always open. We get lots of uh, questions. And uh, again, like I said earlier, we're not here like as experts who have the answers to every question you could ask. But we think collectively, as a, we have a conversation, we can we take a stab at we stuff. We can figure it out, right? <laughs> we'll figure it out. So um, we have some that will kind of get your minds turning, and then we want to hear from you too, okay? So uh, in a very like magnanimous gesture. Jen has agreed to go first in the answers, which is just really communicates her heart. It's a, I don't think that's a compliment. It's so amazing. <laughs> so uh, we got this DM yesterday, and the question is, how do you deal with anxiety when you lead? This person was uh, saying uh, that sometimes they get like kind of paralyzing anxiety right before they lead. So what would your advice be to a person dealing with that? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, I can only share from my own experience. Um, so I've, I've gone through seasons where I would get just super, super nervous. I don't know. I call it nervous. I don't know if it was the level of anxiety. I think this person said their palms were sweating. I actually would get nervous to a point, though, where I'd feel like my throat was kind of closing up and, uh, you know, and I'm praying, oh, God, help me to not mess up this song. And, you know, and what it really took was kind of hearing from the Lord. There was this one moment I remember I came out on stage and it was the song before song I was supposed to be leading. I, this was within the last decade that this happened. So I've been leading for a lot of years. And I was praying the prayer, like, oh, God, help me. Help me to get through this song. I'm so nervous. And I felt like the Lord in that moment said to me, just kind of within my heart, you care more about what they think of you than what I think of your worship. You're not singing for them. Your worship is for me. And so it was like this one, I felt super convicted because it was absolutely true. I was like, gosh, what if they hate the way I'm singing this? And people in here don't like my voice. And the pastor's making faces at me if he thinks I'm pitchy. You know, all of this stuff is going on. And I'd become so focused on everybody here in the congregation that I'd kind of lost touch with the audience of one. And so ever since that moment, then my prayer shifted before I came out. God, just receive my worship. I pray that my worship is a fragrance to you. I'm not doing this for anybody but, but you. And it kind of helped me to, to work my way through that. So there's times where I still have to remind myself, yep. this is worship unto the Lord. At the end of the day, he's the one I'm aiming to please. And 
what's more pleasing to him, you know, an, an offering where I'm really focused on him or an offering where I'm not, you know, amen. so that, that's, that, that kind of helped me a little bit. Yeah. Amen. You? And you know, there, there are people who, who deal with, uh, anxiety right. on a, you know, major level. So we're probably not, I don't know that we're talking about that level, that level of mm-hmm. anxiety, but like, certainly I've dealt with that in my, in my, my own life. And I, I, I love that, you know, just remembering, uh, where our thoughts and affections are, are focused, you know, matter of focus, you know, remembering who you are as a child of the King, um, remembering, uh, that whole issue of focus. And we are, uh, it, which can kind of be a really a release valve for the pressure that you feel. Just remember, just, man, we're, we're taking, we're, we're, Jen has said before, we're, we're meant to reflect Right. And so, uh, you're that even the attention, the glory, all of that stuff, reflecting that back to the Lord in worship. Um, and it, you know, and there are cases where you might talk to somebody about that. How can, can, can they give you some, even some deeper helps with right, how to deal right. with anxiety? Cause that's legit, man. That's it is. Yeah. Yeah. Give you some tools and so much of it I think is, is like, that's the taking the thought captive sort of, you know, sort of activity. And I think I said this a few weeks ago that we, we can't simultaneously worship God while we're consumed with thoughts about ourselves. Mm -hmm. We, we can't do that. That doesn't happen. And so again, that's something that helps keep my heart and my mind in check and in the right place while I'm actively leading. And yes, there's all these things that are going through our heads. You know, what if pro presenter crashes, all this, that stuff's kind of going on in the background, but there's a difference between you've got a bunch of different thoughts and, you know, your facets of the worship set that you're managing, there's a difference between that and kind of being consumed with a, mm-hmm. what if I mess up? I'm so, you know, I have anxiety over this and whatnot. So again, I, I think so much of it is taking those thoughts captive and yeah. maybe coming up with some exercises and some tools, yeah. Yeah. get some tools in your tool belt that you can implement as you head out. Or your tool kit. Get a tool kit. Exactly. So, and, and I think, you know, Allowing your level of preparation maybe to meet your level of anxiety, that'd be a good thing to, to experiment with, you know. Uh, know it frontwards and backwards. I've shared this before, you know. I, I may get the number wrong, but uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, you know, incredible Academy Award-winning actor. Uh, the story goes that when he gets a script, he reads it 250 times. 250 times. His, his goal is certainly to learn his part, but also to learn all of the parts. So he knows exactly, you know, so much of that is reactive in acting. And, uh, and so, you know, a great example for us as we look at preparation, maybe let, let your level of, of preparation, you know, come up against that level of anxiety as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's good. Good. How about anybody out here have a question? Questy? Oh, there we go. Oh, Shannon. We have one right here, the lady in the white. Yeah, that's very nice. Shawl. Is that a, a shawl? Poncho. It's a poncho. It's a poncho. It's a poncho. How do you yeah. not know what a poncho is? See, I almost said shawl, but I thought that's that's not what it that'd be something my grandma would wear. Oh, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's really exciting for me personally. And now all of these other people get to know you. Uh and a few of the prayer concerns got a legit oofda from me. I mean, that's brutal. Uh, but my question for you two would be, what is one habit 
that you want to keep and one habit you would like to get rid of? Mm. Mm. I'll go first. I will. I will. One habit. Uh, morning daily devotions with God. That's, that's to keep. I'm going to ditch that one. Going to see what that's happens. A keep, that's a keeper. Going to just that's see what happens in my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. That's a keeper. That's a keeper. Yeah. I'm going to definitely keep that one. I'm going to definitely keep that one. Uh, one that I would like to ditch. Um, negative self-talk. Yeah. Negative yeah. self-talk. I need to. I need to dial that back. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. What's yours? Huh. Yeah. I, I have so, a lot actually. Um, okay. You know, like the Sunday school answer is what your first answer was I on the keeper, one. right? You have something so else. having, that's a given, right? We're going to, we're going to keep our, our time with Jesus. Um, you know, I think, uh, something Mark said last night, having forgotten how to lead yourself in worship, you know, making sure that you're, uh, cultivating that in your own time of worship with the Lord. I mean, can you ever really have too much of that? Um, so that would be a keeper and even a kick it up a notch, kick it up a notch, get the trumpet, Bam. Out. kick Maybe it up a trumpet notch. back out. And no, no, that's, that's, that's forever gone. Uh, dirty dog, <laughs> dirty dog. Um, something, something I would like to, to get rid of. I, um, so I'm, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser and I've been a worship pastor for almost 30 years. So, you know, prayer concerns is born out of experiences like that. I think I can tend to, uh, internalize things that whether they're meant as criticisms or not, I can kind of tend to in, internalize that, take it on, take it on personally. Um, I'd like to stop doing that. I'm That'd working on one. that. That's a good one. Working on that. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's a great question. That's Anybody else? Like anything about your team? Anything about church? Yes, ma'am. Everyone's so hesitant. <laughs> Don't be shy. Yeah, he's coming. Are there any worship songs that you actively avoid playing on Sundays? Hmm. Any worship songs? Um, well, here, here's there what are I, songs that I actively schedule when I'm not on. Yeah, for, yeah. for other people, for other people to do. I mean, I think guilty. You have to know your congregation. You know, like as you're picking songs for your congregation, you have to know your people. You know, maybe you know we, when we pick songs, we start out. You know, is it true? Is it? Does it? Is did God's? Is this in the Bible? Is does it? Is it backed up biblically? Um, does it like fit us? Does it, um, I, I don't know. Are you meaning like from a, like a theology kind of standpoint, like I don't want to do this in church or more of a, man, this song's challenging. No, thanks. Don't like them. <laughs> you realize that <laughs> we start naming songs on the podcast. Yeah, we're yeah, in yeah. trouble. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> Wait, what did Mark great, write? Let's say some of Mark's run, songs. Guys. He'll forgive us. Uh, <laughs> He'll forgive us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I was, I'll say this. You know, we're in this season where, like, every song has an octave jump in it. I mean, those are, 
those are really difficult for congregants to sing, I think, sometimes, depending on where you, where you pitch them. I think you do everything you can to make it as holistically singable as possible. But, yeah, there are, um, there are songs that probably I would schedule when somebody else is leading, too. Right, I know. I'm afraid <laughs> to name some of them. You're I don't gonna, want to name any of them. Oh, you don't. Gotcha. I'm going to okay. get in trouble. You seem like a kind of person who would name name names. I do, yeah, I definitely you're not, but you're that not kind of person. To. We're going to take this offline later. I'll tell you privately. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Yes, sir. Right here in the plaid. By the way, hand, hand of, of applause for our mic runner. Right, that is just fantastic. Hi, so as a worship leader, do you guys prefer a larger worship team or a more smaller one where you can like focus on just being a smaller group? Uh, for, for me, I'll go, I, I'll, I've... Graciously, I've, you yeah, go first. Think, so yeah. I, I would say um, that I prefer a team that's just sold out to the why. And if that happens to be bigger great if if it if it needs to be smaller to uh maybe build that foundation i think that's great too but i think um the constantly keeping the why in front of of our our, of our people you know uh, how many have you have like a really super early call time on sunday like 7 a.m or 6 a.m or something like that like you know that can get trying for somebody who's you know, maybe a school teacher all week long and they got three kids of their own and Sunday is a, a day of rest, but I'm, I'm coming at 6 a.m. for my sound check or whatever. I, I think constantly reminding them of that's why we're doing it. So my answer would be to that at least it, uh, just a team that's sold out regardless of the, of the size. And I think, uh, as the leader, it's my job to, to help them understand the why, to, to just keep reminding them this is why we're doing what we're doing. Um, what, what would you? I think we can get into trouble when we kind of determine a size, whether it's, no, we want to keep this thing small so we exclude people. Or, you know, no, we just want this thing to be absolutely massive. So to me, it's not so much focusing on the number. My, my focus has always been, I'm going to do the absolute best with whatever it is God gives me. So if God gives me three people, then we're going to do the absolute best we yeah. can with three people. If God gives me 33 people, then obviously there's a lot of navigating. Both have challenges. I don't think that having a large team is necessarily easier because that's just more balls in the air that you're juggling. Um, so I don't think one is necessarily easier than the other. They have unique challenges. So I would just say just to be careful to not focus on the size as much as the stewarding. Yeah. Not so much about the size, but let's steward what it is that we have. When it can depend on the size of your of your church as well. Like I, I we were talking with Mark, so eleven campuses at Gateway, is that right? Just what's any? Do you know what a total attendance number is for all that? Thirty something thousand. So you're going to have a big team, right? Um, and thankfully for people like Mark and the great people at Gateway, they've got great leaders who I know are, are pointing them to the why. So, yeah, Any, we got probably time for one more. Anybody? Anybody? All right. You're a prize winner. We got two prize winners. 
Maybe we right. could possibly squeeze in. Yeah, we, we'll try to do that. Do you do any activities for worship team building between your members? So I just stepped off staff at my church on May the 1st. We were, um, our church was four campuses. And so the only time we were all together was when we did some sort of team building exercise. So um, we would do uh, team nights a couple times a year where we just pull everybody together, always try to do something fun. Um, we actually, we would try to have a fun team night and then a, a team night where there was training. So we would kind of try to, to balance those things out. Uh, we did a thing, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, we called them, this is a stupid name, but we called them spontaneous dinners, sort of, because we had to plan them to know how many people were coming. So we would literally just pick a night and say, hey, we're going to go to the Cheesecake Factory on Thursday at 7 o'clock. Who's in? And we would literally just meet and have, you know, break bread together. Yeah, what about you? Team nights. So we do monthly team nights. Um, and we don't hold like a, we really encourage everybody in the team to come. And this includes, this isn't just platform. This is um, production, broadcast, all of the media, you know, video, photos. We have a whole creative team. And so the first Thursday of every month, we come together for team night. Um, because building community within the team is hugely important. If, we, if we're only ever seeing each other on the weekend when we serve together, and then especially if you have any element of a rotation of people, it can be hard to have relationship. Um, and I do think that worship, worship ministry in the church is something that's highly relational. You want to have relationship. Have you ever been in one of those situations where people have beef together and there's that tension in the team and that's really rough to deal with. So we do um, a monthly team night and, you know, we keep it really brief and short. We squeeze it in before a rehearsal. So then the, the team that's scheduled that weekend will stay and we'll just do a quick rehearsal. But we usually celebrate the team somehow, we celebrate different people. We just had one this week before before I came out here, we had a couple people share five-minute devos um, rather than us getting up and sharing. Um, and we, we just try to celebrate being a team together and, and building that feeling of camaraderie. So I think team nights, I'm a huge fan of team nights. And you don't have to do it monthly. You can find what works for your team. But I do think it's important to be intentional about having time that is set aside from service where we don't necessarily have something that we're preparing for that we're working on. What we're here That's to good. do is just to get to know each other, to, to talk to each other, you know, find out what's going on in each other's lives and build relationship. Amen. That's really great. Uh, we got one more, one an more. overflow, right? We have an overflow. I'm going to work that in as many times as I can today, right? So my question is very similar, except um, for me, like, how do you cultivate uh, spiritual growth within your team? Because a lot of us, we attend church all the time. How do you separate that in terms of, like, their personal devotion? How do you cultivate that on your team? You start. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, I think for me, that kind of comes back to kind of constantly reminding them of the why. If you're, if you are resourced to a point where you can help uh, with resources for your team, um, and and if you're not, maybe you're recommending thing. Hey, here's a here's a book. Everybody go pick up a copy, and we're gonna spend five minutes or ten minutes at rehearsal talking about a, a chapter or a concept each week. Um, if you don't have resources, that book could be the Bible. That'd be a fantastic place to start, right? Um, so you know, you know, and and again, constantly pointing them towards the the why of of what we're trying to do. Um, we. You know, we, we have to keep our own fire hot, 
you know, we have to keep filling that well or you don't have anything to, to draw from. Mm-hmm. And I would say as a leader, uh, people go where you lead, you know, so I think modeling it on a leadership end is super important and we can't call our team to do things that we aren't doing ourselves. Um, people see right through that. So I would say uh, modeling it, building it into your team culture, like, you know, so maybe if it hasn't been a part of your culture, you've got to find ways to start weaving it into your language, you know, use language to your advantage. Talk about how, listen, what we, what we come in here to do on the weekend is an overflow. Hey, there it is again, of our relationship with the Lord. What we come in, you know, we, we talk so much in our team about preparing our hearts before we come in. And, and so it's kind of a team expectation and not in like a legalistic sort of way. Um, but everybody realizes that we're, we're carrying a spiritual mantle together, that we aren't coming in. This isn't church karaoke, what we're coming in to do. And, you know, so, so much of it falls on the leader to help our teams understand um, what it is that we're doing, the importance of what we're doing. And so maybe you're at a beginning level, then I would find like a book to read through. How to Worship a King is a book I recommend all the time. Walking your team through that. The Reset by Jeremy Riddle is another incredible book. If you need, you know, something even quick and easier, Face Down by Matt Redman. There's worship books that we can, you can even do it like in the first 10 minutes before rehearsal. Okay. Every week I'm going to just read a little snippet and we're going to encourage the team. And that's a way you can kind of start to kind of stir stir them up a little bit and spur them on toward spiritual growth. Fantastic. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for your questions. Thanks for being here. And thanks for listening to episode 201. I want to I want to take them everywhere we go. We're going to take you guys everywhere we go. Hey, remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. That way you never have to go look for us. We just show up bright and early every Tuesday morning ready for you to hit play and start your day. And like Brian said earlier, do us a favor, go on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating with a nice review, drop some nice words in there. It just helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. And thank you so much for following us on all of the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can even find us on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Props. Yeah, and thanks to our friends at Maven Media Productions. They're editing our podcast and producing all the graphics. And uh, if you're a church or a ministry or a business that needs help with anything like that, uh, I hope that you'll check them out, mavenmediaproductions.com. They are amazing people. And thanks to Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, thank you for listening. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>